How you doing? My name's Taylor McCluskey. I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Come check us out now. Taylor, what's up, man? Congratulations with the new album, Justify. I love every single track on this record. I can't even pick a, a favorite because um, oh. I love, I love how you know. I think I'm more in love with your voice on this record, if anything. Um, Thank you. Talk to me about the creative process of this album. Like, what really kickstarted that writing process? Oh man! Um, right before I was in Los Angeles, and and it hit. We had that record, Star God, that we we're, were running with, the one before, and everything shut down, you know, and I, I, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, crap, you know, what are we going to do? And so I got back to Montreal, and I, everything, everything was shut down. And I said to Glenn, I'm like, hey, man, we got we to gotta write and start creating right now. So Glenn Robinson and um, my producer. And, and so I, you know, I, everything that was happening internally, I wanted to make sure that I was sane but it had to match the tones of the guitars and it had to match the push. And I wanted a record to where, you know, sometimes you're kind of encapsulated in your house. What would be the one record you want to put on to go for a very fast drive late at night? You know, and I got that a lot from listening to a lot of the Queens of the Stone Age records and stuff growing up and everything, right? Like that, that freedom that you get when you leave Los Angeles or you, you know, you're up North or wherever and you're on the road and you're by yourself, you got a great sound system. Boom. What do you want to hear? And I and I wanted to make sure that every single song, there was no pause. There's no break. Like I wanted to, to really drive it in, drive it in home. But ultimately, it was just what I was experiencing internally. And, you know, Justified essentially discusses all the things that you want to say to people, places and things, all the things that you want to do. Um, you're able to, to say through the music and you're able to connect through it. And you, there's no barriers and there's no walls. You know, you, what you guys say matters. You know, obviously you can say it in all different types of ways, but you want to say with love and respect. But, you know, that was kind of the essence of what I wanted to write because I felt very trapped as an artist in the house. I have two kids and a wife, God bless them. But man, there's some tough days there where you're just like, I'm not able to connect with my fans on that stage. And that was really hard. So we said, okay, I will send you videos, Glenn, on this iPad Pro. Let's do some riffs, turn the amps on, get loud, get the mic there, and just start putting it down. And didn't really think about, like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write this song, that song. It became this evolution of, like, this is what I'm feeling right now. So if I can translate it from the guitar and, and get that melody really popping in there and those hooks, and then we can really work out that Part. And so I sent it to Glenn, he would send notes back and we start to do the arrangements and stuff on Pro Tools. And, um, and that was kind of the, the essence. And then there'd be, you know, there'd be these little breaks where like, oh, wear a mask indoors, get the backs, you know, whatever. So as soon as that would happen, I would be the first one in line, give me whatever shot, I don't give a shit, starts, don't give a stuff, whatever. And then I, and I'll go down and meet him in the studio and go, okay, no one's here, come down. And, and then we just, I would sing, you know, do, do vocal take. And then we'll get some guitars and we use a Kemper because I didn't want to lug all my stuff over there. So we had all the Kemper and we dialed that in. Once we kind of had that, every single individual song kind of laid out, we'd send it to Zach St. John in Los Angeles and Andrew James, my, my guys, and they would do everything remotely and take it back. And we just mix, 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 mix. And we went through so many mixes, man. And we did mixes for Atmos Mastering too, which we just like, hey, let's learn Atmos. This is great. You know, that was, that was really heavy. And, um, and then that kind of 
became the process, but we ultimately we did about 25 songs through that two year thing. And then, so we just, I was like, well, let's just release 10 and see how, what people think about it, you know? So I'm really happy you like it. With this, these whole two years of no shows, like it's hard to kind of picture the live setting, the performance yeah. setting when you're recording these songs. But I don't feel like you struggled with that during the recording process of this album. Like I still feel like you had that live aspect on it. So um, how challenging was it to still have that live aspect uh, during the recording process, especially that energy? Energy, a lot of long runs, push-ups, you know, like just get, I have to get my body um, it can't be cold. So, you know, there's vocal exercises that I'll do before for 20 minutes, you know, and on the way to the studio, I'll be doing scales and get my, my voice ready. Cause I know when I get in there, I'm going to have to bring it, you know, cause Glenn's gonna be like, dude, you gotta bring it. I'm like, absolutely. You know, to be a rock and roller, you gotta be badass on every single take, you know, and you gotta push yourself physically and mentally and spiritually in these songs, because you want to try to bring those audience members or the fans literally in the studio with you and give them that, you know, for now until you can show them when you're on that stage and you can look at them right in the eye and you can see the sweat and, and all that stuff, you know? So that was really important to me is like, we would take one song at a time, maybe we'd push two in sessions because I really wanted to spend time, like really pushing myself to that next level of a, of a rock and roll singer. Cause when I started out, I was doing more like kind of Bob Dylan, y talky stuff. And, and that was kind of what I was into doorsy kind of thing. But as I started working with Glenn, he kind of opened up this more of his heavier kind of push. And I, and I love it because I'm a huge nut when it comes to metal. And, um, and so I was like, well, okay, if we're going to put this on Spotify and we can't do shows right now, I mean, all right, well, I'll do some live stream stuff acoustically, but, you know, and we did some full band stuff at some really beautiful studios in Montreal, but it still was missing. The most important element of a rock show is the human interaction. And that it's just like, it's, it's, it's frustrating, but you still got to give it 110% because that's what we do, you know? So yeah, man. Back to Glenn, like how different has it been, you know, with this record? Like how different was that like writing process and that creative process been like? And you kind of mentioned that he kind of inspired you to do different things vocally um, with this record. How did that kind of go about? Well, you know, he'll he'll come in with some ideas of, OK, well, we have these lyrics. I'll come with some lyrics. He'll come with some lyrics. We kind of just like throw it against the wall and see what sticks sometimes, you know. But then he'll be like, all right, so I'm going to send you something and don't freak out. I'm like, all right. So he'll he'll sing something. He'll dial it in to a certain way. And it's like, Whoa! you know, super rock opera sometimes. <laughs> so what do you do? You know, this is totally out of my comfort zone. And he's like, that's the point. You've got to push it. I'm like, all right. I'm going to push it. So, you know, that for me, I love, like I said, I love challenges and I love being like, okay, well, my instrument, if I'm not juicing it up or trying something new or, or I just don't want to do the same type of record over and over and over again. You know, Star God was a little bit more popular. It was a little bit more, you know, kind of, there's some country rock kind of thing in there. I was like, I want something fucking hard hitting punch. So we're going to go for it. And I was listening to a lot of Queen. I was listening to a lot of Robert Plant. And, you know, Brandon, uh, Brandon from Incubus, I was listening to some of his older stuff, too, which is really cool. And um, and just trying to say, OK, cool, man. Like, I can get there. 
I can definitely get there, you know, but it's going to take a lot of practice, you know, and just really homing in on those keys because some of those keys are pretty nutty. And we were, you know, and like she sticks me in C and then we were into D and then we go into E. Like there's a lot of changes on the guitars throughout the, uh, the record too. Um, so yeah, just, you know, just got to lean into it and just get it done, get the job done because that's what the song is requiring. That's what we do. You know, out of these 10 tracks, which one do you feel like was the biggest challenge vocally for you? Hit the floor. And I don't know why I have it as track 10. I should have just track one, but <laughs> it was no question floor. either. <laughs> it is, it's nuts when you do it in a sh- like the live stream stuff we did, Planet and all that. I mean, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, this one's coming up. And I was thinking, like, oh, well, I'll be, re- I'll be ready for it. My voice will be all warmed up and ready to go. But as soon as that, as soon as that intro guitar comes in, the drums come in, you know your parts coming up. Like you're getting close to that hook, you're like, "All right, here we go, man. Let's do it." And you just got to give it. You can't hold back, you know. So yeah, that was that's probably the toughest one. And then "Run, Run" in the hook is pretty pretty cool. And then um, "She Seeks Me" is great, you know. I, I like those. But uh, you know, when you get into like "Get Some More" and "Justified" and "Shame" and "Meltdown," like that's pretty like where I kind of hang out. I like to be because it's, it's like kind of like more methodical and sexy kind of thing, but you know, take it to you know, pedal the metal, man. You know, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go, you know? So, yeah. What was that process for she seeks me? Like, well, like the, in, in relation to the, in relation to the recording process. Sorry. Oh, crap. Um, that one was us in on the fourth floor of my house and i, I was on an sn i think 78 or something like that and just belting the belting it out and at the, in my house we have this beautiful kind of it's almost like a kind of not a dome but it has a really nice acoustic flare on there but he was like go again go again go again and we were just like hammering down the nail you know making sure everything was locked but you know, there's times where you're going for it and you, you, you feel like your voice is about to die. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm going to use my diaphragm because you want to get the grip on it. Like there's so much grip in the voice and you don't want to put a decapitator on it. You want to try to get that, that realness of the throat, you know, but you want to be careful. It's a weird balance because you got to be, you know, anyways, technical stuff. But yeah, it's all there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like this record kind of taught you how to be more technical with your voice. And at the same time, how to actually take care of your voice, just because there's so many d- different dynamics throughout this album. Yeah. Yeah. I quit smoking. That was a major one. Yeah. You know, getting that out of there. Cause you need that lung, that lung, you need mm. the oxygen. You need the, you need to go. Plus when you have a Les Paul hanging on you too, you know, stabilizing you and then ripping and roaring through that, you know, it's this weird kind of like, you know, what's going on here kind of thing. And so, but when it locks in and when the band's there and everything's dialed in and you're playing it for real, it's one of the best. It's, it's one of the best record. I love this record alone is my favorite record I've ever played out of all of them. And I love my songs, but these songs together in that kind of cohesiveness is like, all right, let's, let's, let's put the safety belt on, you know, put the helmet on, let's go kind of thing. And that's, and that's what I love about rock and roll music. You know, now you mentioned you initially uh, wrote 25 songs and then, pick these 10 for the album what was it about these 10 that you felt were appropriate like they why did they feel like they were the album it's just the cohesiveness of the of the 
the record itself so justifies. So every every song has a play to justify it. It's a justification of why she seeked me. You know what I mean? It's a justification of hitting the floor, you know, of meltdown, you know, of all the things I was feeling shame, you know, through certain elements of my life, you know, especially recently, you know, of, of not being able to do my job fully, you know, and there's there's a shame in that because we were kind of like everything stopped and, and there's you can't do anything about it. And you feel as a man, you feel shameful about that. You're like, well, I'm gonna go chop down some wood at least and so we could build a fire, you know, and go, you know, get a bow and arrow or something, right? Like you wanna, you wanna, you wanna feel like you're you're doing something for your family and that you're you're giving back to to your your home, you know, and so that was what shame was about. And then you know, get some more, it's just like I want more of this rock and roll lifestyle. I want more, I want to be on all the time, you know? And, and, and that was why we had that, but all those songs stayed within that. The next record, we have a newer song called one nation that we just uh, got drums back from Zach last night and it sounded amazing. And we have to get AJ on it, Andrew James. And then we're going to get in on Friday and start, you know, dialing it in. I've already done the vocals for it. I may go hit it again once we get everything dialed in again, because I want to I want to do the exact same thing, but even better. But, um, and that's pretty much going to be the cohesiveness of this next record. But the cool thing is we did a full acoustic record of uh, Justified 2 with Kim Richardson. She's a, a phenomenal uh, singer up here. And, her and I, I was on acoustic guitar and she was uh, singing with me and it, it was very beautiful. So we're mixing that right now too. So you'll have two different versions of Justify and video <laughs> too. There's tons of video, which I'm happy about. We got, we got our team there shooting and, and all that. So it's, it's going to be fun, man. I'm just trying to stay busy. You know? Yeah, you have to nowadays, man. It's, 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 it's wild. It's wild out there. Um. <laughs> That's for now, sure, man. Lastly, with this album, because there was so many new vocal ranges for you uh, uh, and there was so many different dynamics with this record, you also touched on vulnerability aspects with your writing. Um, how did that impact uh, your actual singing? Like, did you find yourself having to relearn how to sing just because it was more of a vulnerable, more of a personal kind of topic? Oh, yeah. You know, what comes in is, you know, I've, uh, I've been an actor for a long time. And so when you get great scripts or you're reading something, you, you have to kind of take yourself there every single time. Same when you write your own songs. And that was why I started diving into music a lot more because it's more personal. You know, you get sent scripts of, hey, I want you to do this or that. Cool. Definitely. I'll make it happen. But there's a thing when you write your own songs or you collaborate with another amazing songwriter. And, you, and you, you bond on such a beautiful level. It's a spiritual level of just pure balance and, and synergy. And then when you add in rock guitars and drums and all the other stuff, it's, it's, it's amazing. But before I sing the song, I try to give myself at least a phrase or something or, or something that will trigger me to get into that world just so it becomes as authentic as possible rather than just spouting out words like, ah, la, la, la. Like it, it needs to have some meaning behind it. So I, I have these places I go between each song that allows me to, uh, to project and get there. And when you have that and you're locked in, everything comes to fruition, but it's all the training and all the stuff before it gets you that one, 
position. It's like getting ready for a basketball game or something like that. Like you can put the time into it if you want to slam dunk. So that's that's how I look at it. And you nailed it on the head, man. You know, you got to get yourself there because that's what the fans are paying for. They want to have an experience, you know. So escapism plays a lot into that for sure. I feel like that's a danger zone to, uh, as well. If it's like certain <laughs> topics that you, it took you a long time to get over that yeah. hump. Uh, but going back into it, like, do you feel like it affects you or do you feel like, it's more of a therapy session because you get to release this out to an audience of people that probably went through the same experiences. You always want to try to have an on and off button, you know, but some things linger and you got to write them out and you got to understand that it's part of the, the journey, being a journeyman and part of the process of being a creative, you know, you're taking these emotional spiritual all you know very dangerous situations and you're putting them into three minutes you know on top of you know the full set right so individually every three minutes you got to deliver the essence of, of why you wrote it you know because it, it, it needs to come off with people like what just happened <laughs> yes and then that's when you that's when they're there and they're like, oh my god i felt that and I'm like, oh, wow that's what i love like after or when somebody calls you after you listen to one of your songs or something, and they're just like, thank you. Like, I get it. I understand. I feel this, and this is why. And they tell you their story. You got a homie. You, got a, you have a bond for life. You have something that's, like, unbreakable, you know? And, and that's, that's a cool part about what we do is that we get that opportunity, but it has to, has to fly. It has to go. You have to be connected to it, you know? Not just you, to the band. The band has to be connected to it, too, man. You know, everyone has to be feeling almost the exact same thing, you know, so it's, 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 it's powerful stuff, man. And, and I love, I love doing it, you know, wouldn't do anything else. That's awesome. Well, congratulations with this record, man. Like I said, it's, I, I'm loving every single track. Uh, you don't seem like a singles guy. You seem like an album guy and that's really rare today. So, <laughs> so <laughs> keep that going. He's like, dude, where's the record coming, man? Like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, we got all these things out there. We're trying to, no, no, bring the record. Yeah, we, yeah. we like the, the beginning, the middle, and the end, all three acts. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Well, I look forward to seeing what this looks like live whenever that is possible. Um, but uh, thank you again for taking the time to do this. And thank you again for creating such a masterpiece. Thank you, man. Thank you for, for having this amazing platform for us. And, and, uh, and, and thank you for, for doing what you're doing too, because this is, this is magical. You know, this really helps us a lot connecting with, with everybody and, and opening up the, uh, the storyline to why, you know, rather than yeah. just words on a page. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you just know how to say things no matter what you're talking about. <laughs> Gifted, bro. Gifted. All <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey it's rob again if you enjoyed this interview please follow for more and i invite you to head over to my youtube channel front row live ent where i have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists once again thank you for tuning in and have a great night